Binge the full week of The Ray Taylor Show ad-free over at InspiredDisorder.com slash plus. This is The Ray Taylor Show. Ray! Today's episode 105, where I recap my week. And I gotta say, this was probably one of, if not, my most productive weeks of my life. And it's crazy. I have been ups and downs, ups and downs, productive, depressed, energized, uh, no energy, uh, off and on constantly, so I'm a little nervous that next week might be extremely rough. But this past week has been crazy. I have gotten so much done uh, and uh, kind of in a mood that reminds me of a mood I had probably close to a decade ago is not something that like it's a it's it's a it's a a moment of like hopefulness uh on a personal level society and and uh and humanity's existence on this earth i'm not as hopeful for but as like as far as a like a personal hopefulness of my existence on this planet uh i felt more hopeful felt more like things are finally falling into place properly uh so i don't know like the last time i felt this way was way back in the day when i started a a little podcast collective called the inspired disorder collective my podcast inspired disorder podcast had exploded i was getting hundreds of followers every day uh we had a huge audience live watching live every week when we recorded uh we were had access to a lot of awesome amazing guests and i felt the need to as i do a lot is to to pass it on and i started a little podcast network slash collective and uh it really felt like in those days that things were falling into place and things were going well. Now, a few years later, uh, things completely changed. Uh, up was down, left was right, in was out, night was day, uh, and the podcast collective turned into a festering pile of human hatred. Uh, just, just like, just inspired so many people. Uh, so many people were inspired by Trump uh, to just be openly hateful and assholes to people, uh, which which, you know, led to the complete death of uh, the Inspired Disorder Collective. But early on, I had good feelings and those feelings were more of like finally getting traction doing things like people appreciating the work I do. And I feel like now I'm not necessarily, I don't necessarily have the feeling that people are appreciating the work I'm doing now, but I, I feel like I'm in a place with the things that I've, I've completed this past week to where when those things start to happen, and there's like little trickles of potential that I've noticed as well this past week of like people starting to, more people starting to pay attention to what I'm doing. 
Like now I feel like everything is in place and prepared for that windfall of attention. Uh, whereas before I didn't necessarily have ways in which to like survive off of that kind of attention. Like I wasn't creating artwork on a regular basis. I didn't have like products to sell. I didn't have like uh, my website has throughout the years changed and and evolved and grown and things have died off and things have replaced other things and I've I've experimented with a lot of things but not until recently have I felt like everything is in the right place and set up uh the way I want it all to be set up and it's a great feeling and a lot of that is due to the fact that a few weeks ago maybe a month ago I decided to really nail down a schedule of things I want to do and to do things regularly on a schedule, which is something that I've done with this podcast every Sunday for the past, I don't know, three years. I produce this podcast. And because of that, I've produced thousands of episodes. Uh, so with that I later applied to The Many Faces, where I paint every Thursday. I paint seven faces, uh, and I have almost 2,000 original pieces of art that I have for sale. Uh, but also in that journey of making 2,000 original paintings is a journey that you can see me grow as an artist and develop as an artist trying to communicate my art in an authentic way uh, in the way I want to create art instead of trying to do art that that looks like another artist that I like I used to be I mean I'm still a huge Salvador Dali fan surrealism Dadaism huge fan of all that stuff and in my early work I was trying to do my impression of those things which I enjoyed but it wasn't it, it didn't feel as effortless like everything felt like I had to translate my ideas through other people's filters instead of directly communicating what I want to do with my artwork onto the canvas as it were uh, and I started that with the many faces. I, f I kind of asked myself, what do I want to do with my art? What is something that I feel like I could do that I'm going to enjoy doing and not get tired of doing? I'm sorry if there's static. Um, and I started the faces and I'm like, I'll just sell these for a little bit and it'll be like people investing in my education on this journey that I have. And... Like, I've had a lot of criticism for my artwork. I mean, you want to talk about people feeling extremely comfortable telling you that they've seen children do better work than you or comparing your work to something that their young child does on a regular basis. And that's fine. Like, children are better artists than the majority of people who create. They are more free than most people who create anything. Most people who create stuff are so bogged down with trying to fit in some kind of mold of what is trendy or what is expected of an artist to do that they're not necessarily creating from their authentic self. So on my end, I know that they're trying to insult me, but the way I take it is that I'm doing the right thing, that I am creating art in a free way 
that is similar to that of a child. So I appreciate that. And the thing is that they don't understand is that I'm constantly getting better. I'm constantly getting better at communicating in my voice in a free way that is similar to that of a child, but with the experience of an adult. And now a quick word from our sponsor. Now you can wear the many faces. Original art by Ray Taylor. Select pieces from the ongoing series of abstract ink paintings. All products made with high quality materials made right here in the USA. Go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch to browse the entire collection and save yourself an extra 10% when you check out by using coupon code RTS. TMF. So once again, go to inspireddisorder.com slash TMF merch and save 10% when you use coupon code RTSTMF. And now back to our show. So I know there will be a day and there has been where some of these people have come back and actually like some of my work, authentically enjoying my work and how it's changed and grown over the years. So I've seen these people change. And I will see all of the haters come back and pretend like they never left. There are so many people, so many people that I helped throughout the years when I first felt this feeling of things falling into place. I tried to help them express themselves in every way they wanted to. And I saw those people turn their backs on me. I saw those people talk shit. I saw those people act like complete and utter assholes. And I know that when I start gaining success again, when I start getting that traction with my work, which is inevitable, because in my mind, I either succeed or I die, and I am not dead yet. So inevitably, if I survive, there will come a day where I will be successful and people will start opening their eyes to the work that I'm doing and start appreciating their work. And I will remember every single last motherfucker who tried to talk shit, who attempted to spread their hate in my direction. Because they're too fucked up in their own lives to follow their own dreams. They got to crush everybody else's to bring them back down into their own personal hell. And I'm going to remember every single one of them. And I'm going to laugh at every time they try to reach out. They try to act like they were there from the start. That they've been supporting me. I've already had it. Somebody crying about how they've supported my art and purchased so many, of my, uh, so many uh, pieces of my work. Meanwhile, all of the art that they own of mine was a gift from me. And when I went to go give them a refund after their tirade of, of not happy with me because I unfollowed them so they, they feel like they need to attack me I was going to give them a refund and come to find out there are no receipts. They just lie about supporting you. 
They want that pat on the back. It's like, oh, you tried to support that artist, didn't you? Oh, you're a good person, aren't you? But meanwhile, the reality is they've done nothing to support me. And I'm going to remember every single one of those motherfuckers because I know they're just cockroaches waiting for the day. They're just waiting for the day. So I'm kind of looking forward to that. But what I spent every waking hour of this week, well, not this week. I started as soon as I was done editing everything on Sunday for the last podcast, last week's podcast. Uh, that night, I started working on my website. Big, a lot of changes on the website. So many th- detailed changes that I don't know if people, if they went to my website, would even notice. Unless you spend a lot of time on my website. InspiredDisorder.com, by the way. InspiredDisorder.com. Since 2009. InspiredDisorder.com. And the website has gone through countless variations. Updates. Things added. Things taken away. All kinds of shit. And it's at a place now where I'm so happy with it. Like I'm, It's the first time where it's like I'm actually really proud of that website. It's like functions. It's, it's set up to do all of the things I want it to do in a way that I, I, I like the way it functions. I like the way it exists. So last Sunday, I started, started the work. I knew it was going to be a long process. And initially, it was going to be a thing where I just worked on it a little bit every week, right? It was just another project. And it started off with making new merch, putting the many faces onto T-shirts, and going through my almost 2,000 original paintings and selecting specific ones that I wanted to turn into T-shirts. Where it started. And then... Because this became a new thing, it's a new focus in my brain. When I'm doing other stuff, my brain sometimes will just play around with ideas and think about things. And I thought about how, in new ways, like this gave me an opportunity to focus on that one thing and how I can make that handle that the best way. Because one part, uh, the one big thing I've learned with all of the podcasts that I've done and all the art that I've created, that being organized and managing your content is huge. It is so important. And having that organization translated to a website and understanding how the website works, I designed my site through Squarespace. I've used it since 2009. I will never go to another website unless they kick me off, unless some... Unless some hater comes out of the woodwork to try and get me canceled from Squarespace that forcing me to go to another website, I will never change the website host. Never. There's no reason. It offers all of everything that I need. I can sell products directly from there. I can do drop shipping directly from there, print-on-demand stuff directly through there. I can, I can go to pop-up art events and sell my work directly from the web, just through the web. It's like it's integrated crazy. I love it. If you want to get special content, you want to go 
into the archives of all the podcasts I want to do, you want to ask me questions, there is a plus section, inspireddisorder.com slash plus, that you can sign up for. It's like uh, that uh, Patreon. It's like Patreon, but it's all through my website, right? I don't have to go to Etsy. I have a marketplace. All of my paintings and shirts and prints now and NFTs are all right there on my website. Now, of course, the NFTs takes you to OpenSea, which handles the NFT aspect of it. But everything else is directly through the website. And that's what I've been working on nonstop. From Sunday night, I probably stayed up till like 1 in the morning, which is super late for me because I wake up. I got to wake up at like 6 in the morning to take, take my roommate's kid to school to help out. Although I guess Monday I didn't have to do that because the dad decided to spend a day with his kid before taking more more weeks off. But I didn't sleep in because it's like there's this idea. It's just like this burning idea in my head that I just couldn't I couldn't wait for Tuesday to work on this stuff, which is the day when I work on this stuff. I was like, I need to get this done now. I need to get this done yesterday. So I worked on it, went to sleep, woke up, worked on it all Monday, all Tuesday, all Wednesday, sleeping like five hours a night, constantly working on it, just refining things, getting the the perfect detail, kind of looking at every single thing, making sure every single thing works, cleaning up things like certain designs and certain things that I wanted to do, just like making sure, crotting, crossing all the T's, dotting all the I's, all the details, making sure everything's done, make sure everything's good. And then I woke up Thursday, which is the day that I paint live, and I was exhausted. I was so tired. I was so tired. Tried to take a nap. I was just like so out of it. Was able to get the paintings done. Actually had a good day of painting. I was really happy with the, the work that I did. Some, some days when I do my painting, you know, I mean, there's always, I do seven paintings every week. And a lot of the times there's like one or two pieces that I really don't like. And then there's usually maybe one or two pieces that I really do like. And then there's a few in between, some that I like more over time, some that I like less over time. This one, I think my batting average is going up, I think, each week. I th- I'm, I'm, I'm liking the work I do, and I'm exper- experimenting with new stuff as well. That I'm happy with the progression that I've had. And I like that because despite how much I hate a, a lot of the stuff that I do, that hate fuels me to try and do better. Uh, and I'm, I'm happy that there is forward momentum with that. But Thursday, I was just dead. I was dead Thursday. Um, and even after I painted, I had like literally after I finished the last painting and was shutting everything down, I had like a, a, a massive panic attack where I was just like, I, it's crazy. I don't know if it's just panic attack season. I talked about last week how I had a panic attack in my dreams that fucked me up the whole next day. But this time of year, which during the beginning of the pandemic, this time of year, uh, two years ago, is when I was having massive panic attacks. So 
And I had even meditated. I started meditating. Uh, now I meditate before I paint, and I meditate before I record the show. So twice a week I'm meditating to start off to just to make that a regular part of my, my week. And then hopefully I'd like to do it daily, but I'm good if I just do it before those two things. It helps center me, helps calm me down. But literally, I mean, I felt good painting, but after I painted, for whatever reason, I was having a panic attack and uh, did not like that. But, and I did a lot of testing on stuff through the website. I've been, you know, just kind of beta testing everything to make sure everything works. And I'm, I'm happy with it. I'm happy with, I got like, I got something that probably would have taken a month to do. I got done in like three days, four days. It was Sunday, Monday, or Monday, Tuesday, Wednesday, and then Sunday night. Um, so a little bit more than three days. So I'm, I'm happy about that, but that's just kind of, sometimes when there's a project that I'm like excited about, and it's like a project that's going to allow things to work better, work more efficiently, like there's so much positive so much upside to completing that project i can't help but basically burn myself out trying to take care of it so that despite the fact that i've gotten very little sleep and have been staring at a computer monitor like obsessively for like hours from like i get home probably i start work at like let's say nine right if i'm having a late day from 9 a.m to like 1 to 2 a.m. And then wake up, rinse, repeat, do the same thing again for like three days was my week. And at least through those those days. And uh, it was rough, man. It was rough, but I, I liked it. I liked it. And really made me value the importance of sleep. Because it feels like I, I can feel it so, my brain, how I function, how I work, how efficiently I, I, I am, how just the quality of work I'm able to do. Like everything is so much better if I get a good night's sleep. And just like how it feels when you're just out of, of energy. Like there's so many nights where I was just staying up, just not wanting to finish. I'm literally doing like breath work to stay awake. To just keep going, taking deep breaths, just kind of like clearing the head and going at it a little bit more, you know, constantly, like just trying to like almost falling asleep at my laptop, trying to do more, a little bit more, a little bit more, a little bit more. Uh, but I got it all done. And Thursday, it was crazy how how just completely dead I felt Thursday. Um, but, yeah, felt like my most productive week and on top of that i got all of the things done that i need to do to prep for this show which is uh, probably wouldn't have happened if i wasn't like i got all of my artwork done i got all of the th things done that i had to do and it just felt like everything all of the my schedule that i've set up allowed for all those things to kind of get done automatically just because that's what i do Join Inspired Disorder Plus today. Head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus to join. Membership includes members-only discounts and deals. You get access to the Ray Taylor Show completely ad-free, as well as bonus episodes. You get access to the complete live painting archive. You also get access to every single podcast 
ever produced by Inspired Disorder, hosted by Ray Taylor. You get access to Ray Taylor's personal blog, as well as the opportunity to ask me any questions. So if you want to start a podcast, you're into art, ask me anything. And so many more things are being added every day to Inspired Disorder Plus. So sign up today, become a member, head on over to inspireddisorder.com slash plus and become an Inspired Disorder Plus member today. I also tried to start watch Curb Your Enthusiasm again. This is probably like the fourth time I've tried to watch that show. I am a huge fan of Seinfeld. Literally fall asleep to Seinfeld every night. Like since they went to Netflix, it's like when I'm going to bed, when I'm crawling into bed, whatever I was watching, I will turn it off and I'll turn on Seinfeld. And what happens with Seinfeld on Netflix is Netflix has the thing of are you still watching? And that has turned into basically my sleep timer for my TV. Because if I fall, when I fall asleep, I'll fall asleep watching Friends, and then the Are You Still Watching will come up on the screen, and eventually uh, my TV will shut off because it'll notice that nothing's, nothing's happening. Um, so I like Seinfeld, and because of that, I, that's why I've tried to watch Curb Your Enthusiasm so many times in my life, and I just can't do it. I almost did it because it's like I figured I'd put it on. I'll put it on in the background. Right, It'll take the place of ER. I'll put it on in the background while I'm doing all of my work. I'm not really paying attention to it. It's a show that I don't really need to pay attention to. It's a comedy, whatever. But like, at first, it was trying to get over the fact that they're all clearly improvising their lines. Like, it is. The performances and dialogue is very much like people pretending to have a thing going on. Like, so noticeable in that first season. I don't even think I got through the entire first season. But it just gets to a point where I am just tired of listening to people complain about shit. These, I, I'm tired of listening to privileged people complain about shit. And it, he plays himself in this show, Larry David. He's the creator of Seinfeld. He's got all this money. And that adds to part of the storylines where it's like he's trying to use his clout uh, to get special treatment and things. And, you know, which is a real thing that happens, and he's commenting on it, he's being honest about it, but it's at the same time, it's just like, I don't care. It's a similar reason why I could never get into Shit's Creek. It's like, I don't care what happened to a privileged family that lost all their money, and then they go to a small town and they just effortlessly g gain success in that small town as well. It's like, come on. I'm just so tired of that narrative. Like the, the, the kind of it's not the rags to riches story. It's the riches to riches story. It's just like I don't. I, there's so many privileged people crying out there. Elon Musk being one of the biggest shining lights of somebody who's privileged, who's crying about things like he's being oppressed in some way. You know, the kid who grew up rich, who didn't invent Tesla, who didn't invent electric cars. You know, that doesn't like the fact that Twitter is doing, you know, got rid of Trump and that there's a kid tracking his his private jet. Right. So he wants to buy Twitter because he's got to control everything like so many rich people do. Jeff Bezos buying The Washington Post, Rupert Murdoch buying, you know, Fox. 
So couldn't get into it. I thought I did. I almost thought I was hooked. I was like, oh, this is fun because there's like awkward situations that I relate to. It's like, oh, yeah, when you have the, the crease in your pants and it looks like your, your dick is hard, but it's just your pants have a weird crease. That's funny, huh? And then there's the mis. It's got like the Seinfeld type of, you know, awkward situation, miscommunication type of thing. But I just don't. I, I don't like the style of the show. Maybe if I am able to get through more seasons, the acting gets better and it doesn't feel like people just improvising on camera. But I don't know. It just feels like it, it feels like Larry David wanted to come up with a way to do a Seinfeld type of a show with very like that was far easier to produce. And I can appreciate that from a production standpoint, wanting to create something to get good at something that makes it easier to do. You know, I mean, that's this show is modeled after that. My artwork is modeled after that, trying to create the thing that's that feels effortless and then just trying to get really good at doing it that way. Uh, but for me, it's hard to stick with the si the curb your enthusiasm. But it did make me appreciate the title because it is it is a, a show that's like you would think you'd be enthusiastic about watching it because it's from the creator of Seinfeld and it's it has a lot of Seinfeld in it. But, uh, you know, it's, it's a little underwhelming. So curb your enthusiasm on it. Uh, so I appreciate that. I appreciate they're trying to warn you up front. But, um, yeah. That was that was a failed attempt. I might still try and do it. I mean, it's on it's on HBO. I have HBO Max, so I might try and uh, and watch it in the background. We'll see when I'm done with this recording. When I'm going to edit uh, this week's podcast, maybe I'll put it on and uh, get through a little bit more. And I'll find you know maybe season two, season three, things start to heat up. I don't know what season it's supposed to be where it starts to pick up, but I wasn't able to get there. Uh, but yeah, that's pretty much been the week I've had, um, but, uh, sad notes, bummers that happened this week, uh, two comedians passed away, uh, one of which I knew had a quasi friendship with. Uh, she was a guest on an old podcast of mine. She was somebody that uh, I had conversations with now and then online, uh, reached out to when I was having a hard time during the pandemic. Uh, and I don't know the details around it, but rest in peace, Sarah Mostajabi. Sarah Dresses, uh, the original, one of the original uh, regulars on Kill Tony. Um, produced helped produce a lot of the naughty show back in the day uh somebody that uh i got to hang out with in la long long time ago somebody that was gracious enough to come on my podcast many years ago and um i don't know what happened and i i think it was suicide and it's 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 a bummer uh it's it, you know i don't know it's um it's really sad so rest in peace, Sarah. And also Gilbert Gottfried, which everybody knows, that comedian, uh, he passed away as well. 
and uh, it's a bummer. It's a, there's a lot of comedians that are are dying. I mean, just people dying in in general. Um, but it, it's getting to the point where I'm my generation. There's going to be a lot of people that I grew up with being entertained by that are going to be dropping like flies because uh, people die. Everybody dies. Uh, and we're going into a place where the habitability of this planet will be more and more difficult. So rest in peace, Sarah. Rest in peace, Gilbert. And uh, I hope everybody else is doing good. Uh, you know, as somebody that's dealt with depression and suicidal thoughts myself, I've never reached out for help i know it's something that i would like to do if i had like if there was free mental health care uh i would probably use it but there's not i mean there might be organization it's just like it's not easy like i don't want like i already feel bad enough i don't want to have to do homework and research in order to try and fix something that i don't even want to it's like wanting to sell a car and then doing a bunch of research to like maybe fix up the car instead of sell it, but you've you're kind of just done with the car anyway. So why do all that work? Just get rid of it. You know, that's kind of what I feel like sometimes about my life. Uh, not this week, maybe next week. Maybe I'm hitting a manic stage and then next week. But for those out there that are having problems, if you have access to it, and even if you don't, uh, reach out, you know, but at the same time, like I can understand why you wouldn't want to exist anymore. I've had those feelings since I was a child. I have had those feelings and they come and go. Sometimes if you wait long enough, that feeling goes away for a while and, uh, you can kind of enjoy life or at least participate in life without hating it, you know, and it comes and goes. Life's just a weird thing. It can change in, on a dime. It, it really can. And sometimes you just got to survive. But uh, I know it's, it's, it's easy to say, call somebody. It's easy to say, why didn't they call me? You know, you could be one of those people that it's like somebody's suicide is all about you. Why didn't they call me? I would have helped them. But, uh, yeah, so take care of yourself. Hopefully everybody else is taking care of yourself. And if you want, uh, you know, go check out my website that I spent so much time on, inspiredsorder.com. There will probably be a lot of promotions you'll see of stuff that I'm adding to it uh, with everything that's going on. But I uh, hope everybody had a great week. New episodes of The Ray Taylor Show come out every single day. Subscribe on YouTube and everywhere our podcasts are found. Binge the full week over at inspiredsorder.com slash plus. Buy Ray Taylor Show merch over at InspiredDisorder.com and follow the show on Instagram at Ray Taylor Show. Have a wonderful day, everybody. Peace. Out! Today is the day where you wake up and you realize that everything that you've been dreaming about, everything that you've been wanting, every goal and wish and hope that you've ever had can become real. Dreams can come true. What you manifest in your mind, you can bring to reality.